Hi everyone, it's Jeffrey Smith, and we hit over half a million views on the trailer to Don't Let the Gene Out of the Bottle. Now, I can't overemphasize how important this film is. In fact, the topic is so important that I, after 25 years of an activist as GMO focusing on consumer health issues, have shifted. The Institute for Responsible Technology, after 18 years, has shifted. I'll explain what to do, what, what we're doing, but I first want to ask you to please go to protectnaturenow.com. I have the link in the description. And watch the film if you haven't. But also, go to the Take Action tab at the top of the page. It'll drop down. Go to the Activist platform. And from there, in a couple of minutes, you can send emails, tweet, Twitter, tweets, and Facebook posts to all of your elected officials. You can send our press release to media in your area. You can post things on your Facebook and your other social media. And you can also sign a petition. So this may not sound like what I have been asking people to do for years. I haven't been focusing so much on getting people to contact their elected officials. Why? because we were focused on ending the genetic engineering of the food supply. And for that, we did not need the US government to make any new regulations or plans. We just had to reach a critical number of consumers about the health dangers. They choose the non-GMO healthier alternative. The food industry responds. They put in new, new orders for their supply chain. The farmers respond. And from the consumer power, we eliminate GMOs and avoid having to engage the government. Now, there has been a development. Gene editing. Extremely dangerous technology. Causes all sorts of collateral damage in the DNA. One researcher described it as chromosomal mayhem. And yet the biotech industry has convinced the governments around the world to turn a blind eye to gene-edited GMOs. And so now you can create and put into the food supply gene-edited foods, but you can also create gene-edited microbes, gene-edited butterflies, gene-edited trees. It is so cheap and easy, you can buy a do-it-yourself CRISPR gene-editing kit for $169 on Amazon. And for a couple of thousand, you can have your own lab and create and release new microbes every day. You can name them as you replace nature, as you forever corrupt the world's gene pool. So this is an existential threat. But the real existential threat comes from the unseen kingdoms. You've probably already heard about the importance of the gut microbiome for human health, where they say 80% of diseases, popular diseases, come from initially a dysfunction or a dysbiosis of the balance of the gut bacteria and other organisms called the microbiome. It is health critical. How do we know? Over 50,000 studies have been done in five years, pointing to it as a critical function for health. In fact, according to my friend Kieran Christian, a microbiologist, human beings have outsourced up to 90% of their day-to-day -day functions to the critters living inside us. We evolved with them for millions of years. 
Even more rich in diversity is the soil microbiome. In fact, everywhere you go on the planet, you find these critters, and it turns out we're just now discovering that they're not germs we need to kill, but they are in fact the foundation of ecosystems inside us and around us. How did they get so intelligent? Because they swap genetic material between them. They get together as a community and they advance as a community, passing genetic elements, genes, etc. to different species and gain ability to survive and work with whatever species or host they're working with. And it turns out they are mission critical for the planet. Now enter gene-edited microbes. What I'm about to say could change your perspective significantly. I'm going to go slow because it's really important to understand this. You genetically engineer a microbe and release it in an Arkansas field to help regenerate the soil uh, after spraying it with Roundup. It sounds like a good plan. Let's add biology to the soil, but let's genetically engineer it with some new elements that were not part of the billions of years of evolution because according to our research and our field tests it works in the field in Arkansas. But if you release as the, fil as the film don't let the gene out of the bottle will we'll show you and it's being released I will tell you now Monday morning April 19th 16 minute film amazing film please watch it in fact, go to Protect Nature now, sign up with, with our list so that you can be informed when the film will be released. We had half a million views on the trailer. We want at least a million on the film itself. So you release the film, you release the film, you release the bacteria in one place, and as you'll see in the film, genetically engineered bacteria, as bacteria in general, travel. I don't have to tell everyone today that microbes travel around the globe. We know from COVID-19, they travel around the globe. So now you have new genetic functions, new genetic material that have never been part of the gene pool traveling and entering all the different ecosystems on the planet, swapping genetic material. These can, these can create genetic damage, even ecosystem collapse ecosystem collapse from a well-meaning release you're gonna see near cataclysms in the film a, a bacterium that could have theoretically ended terrestrial plant life had it been released as planned you'll get that's it's hinted at in the trailer which you can watch now but even if we don't have those seriously bad actors the microbiome as a whole is very delicate, it's very balanced, and it's extremely intelligent. I just wrote an article about this, that a significant percentage of mother's milk is indigestible by the baby. It's not designed for the baby, it's designed for the microbiome. There's a whole system of inoculating newborns and maintaining their the health of their gut bacteria, because their life depends on it. Their health depends on it. Changes in the gut bacteria can set a person on a crash course for numerous diseases, 
starting in the first few months of life, starting in the first day of life, how is that child inoculated? Through a C-section or through the birth canal? The birth canal has been populated with bacteria that digests milk for the baby. It gets transferred through the mother's body, some to the breast, some to the birth canal, to protect the baby, to inoculate the baby. There's another percentage of fantastic microbes that come through the breast milk. The, the baby also gets microbes from the skin contact with the mother. It's all designed over millions of years as we co-evolved so that the baby, the baby's health is in good shape at the beginning. Now let's think of that microbe released in Arkansas. Now maybe when they released it in Arkansas in the soil, they equipped it. They wanted to, to proliferate in the soil. They wanted it to grow. And they wanted to outcompete competing microbes. So they added some antimicrobials, some antibiotics, so to speak, so that it can kill other bacteria. But it can't be killed itself, so it becomes antibiotic resistant at the same time. So they prepare antibiotic resistance on the one hand for their microbe and antimicrobials for other microbes. It gets released so it can take hold. Very smart if you're thinking just on that field. Now it travels and ends up in the gut of a baby. And it, the genetic material, which is designed to support the survival and proliferation of the remedial probiotic in an Arkansas field has now transferred to a pathogen, to a disease-creating bacterium. I don't know which, maybe negative E. coli, maybe uh, the botulism, the, the, the Clostridium botulani, the, the, uh, the Clostridium strain that produces the botulism poison. Now it is equipped with material that can kill off other microbes or protect itself from being killed. Now we have altered the entire complexion and balance of the microbiome of an infant somewhere on the planet because of a release in Arkansas, for example. No one who is creating these microbes and releasing them is thinking that big. And you'd wonder why we just are in a pandemic, microbes travel, they swap genetic material. That's one microbe. What if we have other microbes, microbes that help with salt uh, inundated areas? What happens if it gets to another area? What happens if it gets to the to a micro to a um, in the atmosphere? There's microbes in volcano in volcanic lava. There are microbes. There are microbes in the most harsh areas of the planet with very specialized functions. What if we're introducing new functions that worked very well? in the area that we released it for, but have no business entering the gene pool elsewhere. It's an existential threat, especially when you realize that if we do nothing, and we have all of these high school biology classes and college classes and laboratories around the world and businesses and governments producing gene-edited microbes, we may release a million of them within the next generation. And that could be 
a disaster. The number one most common result, I've said it before, of genetic engineering is surprise side effects. There's no justification to allow any genetically engineered microbe to be released into the environment, let alone allowing untold volumes of them coming in from all sorts of areas with no understanding of what it can create. So, I would like to ask you to help us. I'd like to ask you to help us create a camp, a, a, to build a global movement to inform members of Congress, state assemblies, local politicians, media. If I asked you that to say, okay, could you do that? That would be huge burden. There's no way you would know what to say and one or two of you might do it. But I, I, we have made it so simple. Go to the Take Action tab at protectnaturenow.com. Go down to the activist platform and in a single click, you can send an email to all of your elected officials, a single click, a tweet to all of them, another one, a Facebook post, customizing each as you wish, sending our press release to local media, posting on your social media, signing a petition that we will use around the world. Now, the good news is that it doesn't take rocket science to figure out that this is an existential threat. Anyone who's been paying attention to human health and biology knows that the gut bacteria, the microbiome, are essential. As soon as they realize that we can release hundreds of thousands or millions of these microbes that will travel around the world and bring new genetic elements that did not co-evolve with humans or the ecosystem, they get it. How do we know they get it? Because I've been talking about it, and there are even Congress people right now who are very interested, and they're also interested to see are we going to get enough people through social support and verification that we can build a movement? And that's where you come in. There are people waiting to look at the numbers. Be a number. In fact, when you go to this platform, you can create a hundred actions in five minutes. It's so quickly. It's so quick. It's so efficient. Please help us protect nature now. And what, when you go there to the activist platform, the thing you'll be sharing today is the trailer with 500,000 views. On April 19th, it will be the 16-minute full film. And soon after, we'll have other materials and campaigns. So please, make sure you sign up at protectnaturenow.com so we can let you know when the next campaign is and the next and the next. And you'll get so good at that activist platform, in two minutes, you'll have 100 actions and it will make a difference. I say this again before I, I leave. I didn't have to ask about going to Congress for years. It wasn't that important for us. It was important for us to get the word out to consumers who would make better choices in the supermarket. But that's not going to stop genetically engineered microbes. That has to be laws. However, I know from personal experience, laws can change. I was flown to Poland once. I think I mentioned this on another Facebook Live. I was flown to Poland years ago, 
and gave a press conference with the Minister of Environment praising the country's non-GMO policy, which was unique in Europe and wonderful. And then a week later, a new government was voted in that was pro-GMO. So yes, we need the laws, but we need something else. We need to embed the understanding of this risk and the appropriateness of locking down all GMO microbes, we need that to become part of popular culture. It needs to be in the curriculum around the world. It needs to be echoed through movies and TV and books. It needs to be deeply understood by this generation that we have arrived at the inevitable time in human civilization where we can redirect the streams of evolution for all time, which means we have to steward all living beings and all future generations instead of damage them due to our ignorance and desire to make money on microbial release. So we are asking for people to not only contact their elected officials, but to share it on your social media. Share the trailer over and over again. And starting Earth Week, April 19th, 7 a.m. Pacific time, we're gonna release the film, 16 minutes. Please share it every day during Earth Week, every day. And we sent out an invitation today on Earth Day at 10 a.m. Pacific time, we will have a panel with many of the people from the film describing in more detail what we're up against and how we can solve this issue. So I'm looking at the comments. Thank you so much for your appreciation. And yes, Brian, it's a scary thought, but very plausible. Yes, we, it's, it's, it's a scary thought, plausible, the problems, but... This is the time, one of my slogans is, think huge, thinking big is so last century. We need, we have huge issues now, and we need huge response. So allow us together to join hands and protect nature now. And one other thing that you can do while you're at protectnaturenow.com, which is so important, is to make a contribution, ideally monthly, any amount you can afford, $5. By having it monthly, we then can count on it and hire staff and create assets and commit budgets knowing that it's coming there, coming to us every single month. It's a nonprofit. And we need to establish offices around the world. We need to follow up with so many people who are gonna be contacting us saying, what can I do, what can I do? And we don't have the staff to respond to all of the incredible opportunities that will be coming to us. And when you see the trailer, and more importantly, when you see the film, you realize just how urgent this is. And we did one other thing with the film. We didn't just say we need to stop the release of all GMO microbes and keep them indoors. But there's one other demand. We should not be genetically enhancing potentially pandemic pathogens. 
And there's an amazing example in the film of a virus that genetically and genetic engineers enhanced that could be 24 times more deadly than the COVID-19 virus if it were to have escaped. So it's as long as we're dealing with the world of this unseen kingdom, which carries so many risks, we need to take responsibility now as a civilization at every level of government, international treaties, and throughout popular culture. Thank you, Brian. Yes, agreed. We need to work collectively here on this, make this global. So your contribution is going to help fund our translation of the film in many languages, translation of our site. We're reaching out to organizations around the world, thousands of them, literally, because this must be a global coalition. And we're up for the task. We helped pioneer the global movement that worked to educate people about the health dangers of GMOs in sufficient numbers that it's changing the food supply back systematically. Now we're starting a new global movement based on the new types of GMOs and the new existential threat, existential threat that they pose. Thank you for staying with me during this call. Thank you for agreeing to work with us. As Brian said, we need to do this, people. We can do this. We have no choice. We are committed to the longevity of humanity, of all living beings, of all future generations, of the earth. It is time. Thank you so much. I look forward to working with you all in the near future. We'll have training programs and speaker training programs and online courses as soon as we get the finances and the staff put it all together. We're scrambling every day to keep up with the need. Safe eating. Thank you for listening to Live Healthy, Be Well. Please subscribe to the podcast using whatever app you listen to podcasts with. Or go to livehealthybewell.com to subscribe. This podcast will inform you about health dangers, corporate and government corruption, and ways we can protect ourselves, our families, and our planet. I interview scientists, experts, authors, whistleblowers, and many people who have not shared their information with the world until now. Please share the podcast with your friends. It will enlighten and may even save lives. Safe eating.